for you, the day insert credit graced your earbuds was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Wednesday. This is episode 40 of the Insert Credit Podcast. That's pretty I'm good. Alex Jaffe, and the first video game I ever completed was Super Mario Land 2 Six Golden Coins. Oh, 6GS. I mean, 6GC. Um, my name is Frank Spaldi. Uh, the first video game I ever completed... God, uh, I think it might have been Mega Man, the first one. Wow. Yeah. My name is uh, Tim Rogers, and the first video game I ever completed was literally Double Dragon on the NES, which doesn't make any sense, but that, that was it. Literally Double Dragon. Literally, literally Double Dragon. Literally was Double didn't, Dragon. You didn't, you didn't, did you play the figurative edition? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, couldn't get, I couldn't beat that one. Uh, I'm Brandon Sheffield. I can't really remember the first game that I beat, but it was probably... Not that you can really beat it, but Shark Shark. Okay. On, on the Double television. Shark. Oh, I <laughs> didn't know you had that as a kid. Yeah, the literal yeah, Double it, Shark. Well, see, as a kid, I, ha- I had Intellivision and the 2600. But yeah, is... I knew you had those. I thought, I, I thought we both discovered Shark Shark in our adult years. For some oh, reason. no. No, definitely not. It's also possible that... I rediscovered it when I was older, but... I see. Um, it is also possible that I helped a friend beat something earlier on at their house but I do not recall mm. like uh, I could also, have beaten an NES game first also joining us on this show is fellow insert credition uh, Patrick Miller What's Patrick, up, guys? what is the first game you ever completed yeah it was probably Super Mario World oh hey What's yeah, up? I, I didn't, I didn't own a, ca- a console until the Super Nintendo I just played games on a, like an old Mac and I didn't beat any of them because they were way too hard. Yeah, games back then weren't, uh, you weren't supposed to beat them. Nope. You were supposed to kind of cry at them for a bit and then wonder what was wrong with you. I did a whole heck of a lot of that. Yeah, it seemed to be the pattern. Hey, Tim, you did the best at the podcast last week, so you want to kick this off with the first question? Yeah, sure. So here's my question that I thought of. Um, so I... Uh, Huh. I, in, in a Kotaku article once, I recommended a particular brand of underwear. And uh, I've had a lot of dudes come up to me at events such as E3 and GDC and tell me that they started wearing the type of underwear that I recommended. But the one thing they hate is that there's no fly, right? Mm. And, uh, like, I don't get what the problem is, or, or I don't get the fly in underwear in general, right? I don't I think it's stupid. It's some sort of nineteen thirties advertisement that's like, look at this, it's now more convenient in the restroom. You can unzip your crotch and you've got you can get your penis out through this gap here, right? Like I think it's like a really stupid uh marketing thing, the the fly in underwear. So I think that no fly underwear is cool but people don't agree with me. So my question is, what is the no-fly underwear of video games? Now, this can be a game, or it can be a mechanic. What do you think? So something that uh, everyone but Tim thinks is brilliant. Or, it, I mean, it can just be... You can use your own perception of the uh, of No, it's, it's, it's the, it's the no-fly, which means that uh, only Tim and people like Tim think that it's brilliant. 
Oh, the no-fly. Sorry, I yeah, thought you were saying yeah, the, the yeah, fly. Video. It, okay, so the no-fly underwear video games. Okay, that's that's huh. that feels a little extra confusing, Tim, because you've got a. We have to take the. Uh, no, you don't. You don't have to think in terms of. Uh, you can use your own perception of the. They don't have any perceptions of of the no-fly underwear. I think it's fine because I've never used the fly. Really, I what use the fly all the time. Yeah. yeah. No. The fly's dumb. It's dumb. It's like. Well, it's do you just a, like I, pull it down when you in a public where you when you're at a urinal? I find it incredibly. You just drop your trousers and your underwear. <laughs> and stand there, I don't. You know? I well, I don't need to take my pants entirely off to pee. That's true. I mm. mean, I find it less convenient to have to like fiddle around through a little tiny opening, than to just like the entire front of my pants is now open. Yeah, you just I, pull it down and flop it over. Is the I mean, yeah, you know that's all you do. You just do do that. Hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think this is already a divisive issue. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to talk more about the underwear than the video games. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm kind of stuck there's, here. There's I mean, once you eliminate, I mean, once you eliminate the fly, what's the difference between male underwear and a pair of panties? Uh, that's that's what a lot of that's have you ever of seen. Women's underwear before, Jackie? <laughs> Obviously not. Uh, Obviously not, Brandon. Why would you even ask? We also, also, you may not know this, but uh, in in the class of men's underwear, we have boxers, briefs, and boxer briefs. We have three different kinds. Uh, there are also speedos, which are not underwear, but uh, but swimwear, Swim and trunks. those mm-hmm. are basically um, undifferentiable from from panties except for the the material they are constructed with. Otherwise, they all look significantly different. Um, but you are probably only thinking of the tidy whitey class of underwear. Right, which, the only pair the only type I own. Right. But uh, there are those of us such as myself which have never owned those. Never. Actually never is probably not true. I think as a yeah. child. Yeah. Children have I, them. I guess when, I had those. Yeah. And, Fruit, Fruit of the Loom had that. that but as soon as I was and uh, man conscious. children, Frank. Let's be fair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Man children. Well, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Uh, man I just children choose not to wear them. Uh, <laughs> you don't you choose yeah. not to wear man children? Um, yeah, so not so what, much. I guess because this this was something that yeah. I ended up thinking about a lot was uh, what's what is uh, what is the fly in. In video games, like what is that kind of feature? Okay. That's I, like I, I, think, yeah, I think it's tacked on multiplayer. I would say um, I would say ammo, hmm. uh, re, re ammo that you have to um, find, scavenge for, and refill because you, the game wants you to keep shooting, but it has this extra dance for you to do before you can do it that seems superfluous un- and unnecessary, but a lot of people actually enjoy it and feel like it's necessary. To oh. me, it seems unnecessary, but to them, it like seems the f- like it should be there. So that's I guess kind the, of like the, the, fly. F- the first Mass Effect game had uh, uh, guns that recharged, right? Okay. So you, you fire the gun, and then the clip runs out, and now you have to wait a couple seconds for it to recharge, like a shield in Halo. So it yeah. was like an overheat, and uh, I thought that was pretty clever, and uh, p- apparently nobody else did. So right. in Mass Effect 2, not only did they make the guns sound like guns, they also made them use ammo. 
Yeah. They, also, they also kept the same in-game narrative conceit, right? In Mass Effect 2 and 3, you use universal clips, but they're still heat-discharging heat clips, not actual bullets, I think. Yeah, they're like they're heat clips or something ridiculous like that. It's <laughs> they they what they, oh, yeah they're discharging the heat from the gun. Is that what it is? I think so. I think they were. They, I I remember. I seem to remember them being very careful to to ensure that like that the explanation was consistent, even when no one cared. In right? the Mass Effect trilogy, oh, remake, you have no idea. They, People care very much. <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure. Have that... you even taken a cursory glance at the people who are like really into Mass Effect? This they're... is an important thing. Yeah, they're they're pretty tough about it. But anyway, I think it was funner with the game to have the guns that. Uh, I mean, it just made because we've got the recharging health in a game like Halo. Yeah, I, I think right? that's actually it. That's, why that's not the fly? A... That could be, or that's that's the no fly. Yeah, it's the no fly. Because people right. re- people rejected it, even though. Uh, well, I, I was saying re- reusable ammo ammo is the ne- is the fly, and uh, or rather um, ammo that you have to scavenge for and reload is the fly, whereas recharging weapons is the no fly. Or maybe by the same token, only being able to carry like two weapons at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's I, a little different. I don't mind uh, having to having a limited number of weapons, I wouldn't mind a game where I just had one weapon. You know, right. As long as it was a good weapon. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, yeah, walking around and picking up ammo from dudes is kind of right. dumb. I think, okay. I, okay. I, I, think, I think it's funny that we've defaulted to talking about first-person shooters when we don't really play that many of them. Nope. <laughs> I'm well, playing I, a first-person shooter right now. I play them sometimes, I, and I think about them. Bioshock. I think about them often enough. I played Doom and Quake. I don't. What what else do I need to play? So nothing. This is the insert credit podcast. I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you. You've got six minutes to work together as a team to answer them as best you can before I move on, and we wrap it all up with a special round. Are let's do it. Ready team. to go? Yeah, let's yes. go. Let's go do it. Yeah. Team time. Rumor has it that the new Xbox will subscribe to the always online business model. What are the implications oh. of this? Stupid. Always, always online. Well, I'll tell. I'll, I can give you a direct uh, implication from my own life. There was a time in the recent past where uh, Microsoft wanted my phone number in order for me to get back on Xbox Live because maybe they thought it got hacked or something. I don't remember. Anyway, they, well, they didn't give an explanation, so there's no way for me to remember. Anyway, I had already purchased a bunch of. Um, <clears throat> Xbox Live indie games. It was necessary to be connected to Xbox Live to play these, even though v- almost none of the ones that I owned had any online functionality. And uh, so I was locked out of probably about $100 worth of content that I had purchased already. Hmm. Um, I was locked out of being able to play that because I was not able to get online to their satisfaction. Uh, so that is the implication that I think everyone is afraid of happening, where they'll just, you know, their internet will be down and they can't play their video games that they have paid money for. Right? I guess yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. That, that would suck. <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, if you look at all the other, like, game delivery platforms out there, consoles are really the only one that don't rely on devices that are always online anyway. Like, 
PC games, for the most part, it's people who are not always on Steam are, are, are a relatively small percentage, right? Yeah, um, but I can I can play Angry Birds without connecting to any internets. I can I can play any that's iOS true, but you play that's that, not but you play that on devices that are usually online. Now, hang on. I, I think everyone's kind of blown this out of proportion, and um, I really doubt that Microsoft has a plan to kick you out of single-player games if you're not online. I think... I think Brandon's concern is a real concern, but I don't think that has anything to do with always online. That's just the nature of digital content. Um, I think, I mean, your Xbox no, 360 right now is an always-on device if you have it plugged into the Internet. Um, I think that's the that, world we live no, in. No, 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 but, but it's, I said, it's I think necessary. I the 360 to... will do some verification stuff to make sure you're the owner. I think it'll, you know, on launch, see if, you're, uh, see if it's you and, and you're the right person. It's no different than my subscription to Spotify on my iPhone right now. Um, Spotify I, phone. Spotify no, but phone. If, it's ne- if it's necessary for you to launch games... Uh, yes, that, well, sure, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's, I think that is the thing that people are, are upset about. It's like, I have to be connected to the Internet. In, uh, and, and the other thing is the implication that it is going to... Uh, that they are going like it's it's much more obvious that they own your content now because they're going to always be checking it. They can also push mandatory updates and things like that if they're always checking on you. And it it makes people feel gross to be checked on and monitored like that. Um, it's it's like always online is not DRM, but it gives people the same feeling of badness. It's like that they are making you go through extra hoops to get to get to something that you uh, already purchased. And you, and you do understand that you are a, a vocal minority in feeling that way. Like, I think um, most yeah, of the world the... has accepted that. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Well, um, I, don't, I don't think it's going to affect... I don't think there's going to be a huge business hit to the Xbox for this reason. No. Yeah. Not I necessarily. See, I don't, I don't maybe for early that, adopters. Maybe, yeah. I don't think the. I don't think any new console is going to do well, but I don't think that there's going to be a material impact on any console because it has to always be online. Yeah, but if if you think about those times where like you move to a new house and you can't get internet set up for like a, couple, a, a week or two weeks, yeah. you might yeah. like to play a video game during that time. And what you're probably going to do is you're going to play a game console that allows you to play games on it, and Microsoft's will not be that one. And, yeah. you know, it, ju- it just kind of pushes people further in the direction of of things that are, you know, like with a PC, that's fine, because, you know, you do have to be connected to the Internet to even get the game, kind of. But is, wasn't this part of uh, the SimCity problem, is that yep. you had to be connected for this massively single-player game, basically, you had to be connected, but their servers couldn't support it, you know? Of course, Mm -hmm. Microsoft will have some solution for that, probably, but it's the kind of thing that that people are afraid of. It just feels so big brothery to them, and while it is a vocal minority, they're the only people talking about it. Like, nobody's really like, ah, it's fine, except for that guy. And I I really think... I, yeah, <laughs> I really think that uh, the the main reason is that it only really rubs you the wrong way if you are coming from a console background, right? I, I, yeah. I put it in the same category as used used games, right? 
No one buys used iOS games. No one buys used PC games for the most part, right? Yeah. Because everyone downloads stuff on either platform, and whether you pay for it or not just depends on you know, like whether you're pirating it or whether you're buying it from a legitimate storefront. Um, used games is baggage that not console systems have ha- have done away with for a long time now, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, view, I view this the same way. I think that ultimately, yeah, you're totally right. That there, there's going to be a huge pain in the ass transitioning to always online consoles. Um, and they're going to have to figure out something to, like, basically make it easier. So maybe, maybe it phones home once a day, and then you're authenticated for the rest of the day or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe it makes it... Aw. Oh. <laughs> you can keep yeah, going if you want. We could run. We, we could, could one up, up that one. one. If you want to finish your thought, Patrick. One more minute. Go ahead. Go. Uh, I, no, I, I would say let's save it for something else. All right. Uh, Jason V asks, each of you has one song in a Parappa the Rapper or Rhythm Heaven style video game. That's what true. part of your life does this song depict, and how would it sound? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that, that karate song in Parappa pretty much did it for me, so. Oh, you're already good. That's, that's basically cool. that's that's part of your life. What is the yeah, scenario and how would the song sound? Yeah, yeah. take a, scena- a regular scenario from your life and adapt it into a game for a uh into a level for Parappa the Rapper or say a Rhythm Heaven. These questions get pretty weird. I yeah. would say it would be some it like me trying to do a simple thing that's supposed to be simple but it gets needlessly complex and the more complex it gets the more frustrated i get and the worse and, and, and then the you yell is. oh and on really loudly right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no it's just <clears throat> the better you're doing in in the game the longer the longer it goes on and the worse the situation gets and right. i think it would be some kind of uh some kind of discordant song that is no, you know what it would be? It would be the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Just like just just the I wish I were an Oscar Mayer Wiener song. I mean that right. that phrase, just that part looping constantly. And it goes on for like five minutes. Oh, and so, as a guy's like falling down the stairs while he's tra- just trying to drink a glass of water and he gets his head stuck in a banister and then uh and then he slips on on the on the water when he's trying to get out and he cuts his hand and that's 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 the that's the one you should put in there for me. So it's just so I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener over, over and, over. and over and over. <laughs> like I, mine is also like a phrase looped. I can't figure out what the phrase is. I'm still looking for it. I think it's just a musical phrase, but it's a really stupid one. It's like if anyone's ever played Kid Icarus, it's when you're turned into an eggplant and it plays this horrible like five second song for a while. Oh, that's a horrible song. I've heard yeah. that one. Yeah. It would just loop that over and over, and it would be, uh, God, what would it be? I was like, I was gonna say something really depressing, like, uh, how about I, feeding the cat? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear him earlier? What? Did you hear him earlier? Is that no. what you said? That? Okay. No, I was he, he, about is, cats. he is circling me right now, trying to get fed. Um, I was wow. gonna say something really horribly depressing, like, uh, I call the O and to help me out of bed, and it doesn't work. <laughs> 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 you pretty good. My, you could get the Oan down to to bail you out of a date or something. <laughs> the uh, depression parkour uh, comic from uh, three, three word, word phrase. phrase. Mine would be that there's a uh, there's what 
What, what are all these sounds that are happening? What is this cacophony that's going on? Mine would be there's there's Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on the door. Yeah. There's there's a car alarm going off uh, outside, right? And uh, uh, I'm doing push-ups in the middle of the living room right. floor on my knuckles. And I, I have to keep the rhythm of the push-ups with uh, the rhythm of a song without getting distracted by the Jehovah's Witnesses pounding on the door and the car alarm going on off outside, which are at uh, rhythms that are just so rhythmically opposed to one another that it's hard to keep listening to the music. Well, I, I would play that game with the Wii Fit balance board. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd play that. So it would definitely be push-ups. Patrick Miller, what would your game be? Um, well, I was joking about the, uh, the, that, was it whatever the karate The karate chip. Yeah. yeah, I'm not counting that one. Pick a real one. Okay. Um. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, chokeholds. Yeah. Actually, there's a really terrible song. Um. Jiu-Jitsu chokeholds, more like. hey Uh, there's a really terrible song that one of the younger members of the Gracie family did, because I guess he's trying to branch off his Jiu-Jitsu success into, um, rap success, and it is absolutely terrible. That would work okay. Um, okay. I'll post it in chat or something. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just found out they're killing the magazine, so anything I say would be like incredibly depressing at the moment. Aww. Oh, wait, I got a good song. Oh, yeah? The Meow Mix commercial. Oh, oh yeah, meow, yeah meow, there meow. you go. <laughs> I like this meow, one. Meow, 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 All right, I think meow, 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 with meow, a cat meow, going meow, down meow, 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 right. Let, Let's just go on to the next question here. Oh, and Neon. Oh, I get it. I get oh, it. it. Oh, wow. I'd lol at that if you told it at a time when I felt like lolling. Yep. Electronic Arts was recently voted the worst company in America. Truthfully, uh-huh. is it even the worst video game company in America? No. Definitely Ooh. not. Who's the worst video game well, company? Well, yeah, it'd be, what, Zynga? Zynga. Activision? Yeah, probably Zynga. I don't see what's so wrong with Zynga. They gave me a bunch of money, and they're giving me... Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize. So Zynga's pretty I'm, cool. Yeah, that's cool. No, they're, they're transitioning. They're trying to make real-world gambling be a real thing, and I, I think Heck that's yeah. probably the most abhorrent thing that a, that a game company could do is to try to scam people out of their money in better ways. Like, Frank, you grew up in Las Vegas. You have seen yep. old old ladies in supermarkets with oxygen I have seen, tanks. I have seen young people. Uh, blow their entire paychecks. Hang on, on a second, guys. Gambling. Hang on. Yes. Hang but on. Online gambling is already a hang, thing. Hang it on is, a second, course. guys. But hang, it's not by game companies. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on a second, guys. I really don't want to hang on, Tim. Look. Yeah. Look. No, hang on. What? Look. If, what? You, if you don't have the money to pay your internet bill and your internet gets cut off, you can't online gamble because it's always online. Come on. So instant yeah. solution you, is what you're you'd saying. Only, you would only ruin the person's life to the point that they get all of their utilities shut off. And then they're at zero. They, you can't, you know... I don't, they, yeah. I don't yeah. think that that's actually true because you could definitely put them into debt. Um, so, I, don't, I don't think Zynga's any worse than any casino. Um, no. But yeah. casinos are, are are all inherently evil, and I think. And they're also um, not game companies. So yeah, if we're talking and, about the worst game right, company, right, right, right. The worst game company is the one that's a casino. Yeah. Uh, now that said, they're basically already doing this sort of thing. I mean, uh, you know, I'm 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 not going to be completely 
that guy that's like everything Zynga does is evil because I'm sure they do some cool things. But you know, my understanding of Zynga, and Tim, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You have more inside knowledge than I do. Is that uh, most of most, if not all, of their decisions are based on pure compulsion and nothing else? Like, how do that, we compel people to spend more money? Is that wrong? That seems to be a thing. That seems to be a thing about most modern video game companies. Uh, just, I, I guess Zynga is successful at it, but there are a lot of companies who are. I mean, a lot of the places I've consulted for around here, they're just they're one hundred percent solid, straight up all about the psychology, all yeah. about being about gambling without gambling. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, when you think about it, online gambling, you're offering the person a chance to win money, whereas with a game about a pet shop, you're, you're not offering them a chance to win money. You're, you know, there's, they're, they're not going to get anything out of their hours of working. Is that worse? Mm. Is that worse? Is that is that, that much? I mean... I guess it's not evil, but or it's not. I mean, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say about it, but like well, a game. It's all where, bad. I mean, it's all it's bad. All, they're all pretty bad. Yeah. It's like you're basically giving the person nothing but a little, you know, happy character. They get a different color. My fence. perhaps limited understanding is that Zynga is probably the worst offender, uh, and and I believe that just based on their volume of you know, their head count. I, I believe that they probably have the most effort put into uh, compulsion and into, into, you know, extorting people. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but that's They're just... They're the most successful, yeah. I guess. They I, are I also will, the biggest. I will say that I think an interesting uh, aspect of the whole consumerist thing is that um, people people expect to like EA games... They expect to like the Mass Effect and the SimCity and all that. And then when EA does something to mess it up, then that, that is why they got this award. Not because they are a terrible company from the outset, but because they're they're letting people down. And that's an integral part of this failure, right? Is, that what, companies... wait, is, is that what it's based on? I thought it was based on like employee satisfaction. No, I think it... It was based it, on uh, an internet poll. An internet yeah. poll. So it's, it's just, oh, come it's just on. people being unhappy. With they're they're like oh no EA messed up SimCity uh, they're the worst company in America read the news people I know friggin God. insurance companies are killing us Monsanto is right. making us less healthy and uh, our own government I mean, is I'm, a corporation well, I couldn't so, play SimCity Brandon I mean I'm yeah, surprised right. they didn't vote for uh, whatever uh, company runs the hub network because they don't put out enough My Little Pony episodes I don't know what that oh I see MLP yeah. I, I I don't understand what <laughs> Major League like, Pony. Major League Pony. So what what's the <laughs> problem with the, the ocean. <laughs> what's the, what's what's the problem with the people who voted for EA that the SimCity they couldn't play SimCity? How many people who seriously talk smack about EA uh and I know there's a lot of them, how many of them actually even play EA games or are like enough to be disappointed by them aside from SimCity? There's there are more people like people play Madden, right? We all know that Madden sells a lot, right? Yeah, I don't feel like it sells it. as much as it used to, though. Yeah, well, maybe not. Like, like, but it still sells, and uh, like people complain about it. Like in Kotaku, they'll they'll post like comments like the stupid. It's the same Madden, every year. Same yeah. game every year, but those people probably have never played it, and yeah. there are people who really sincerely don't mind spending 
$60 every year to buy a new Madden. There are people who really, really don't care. Like, some people will pay $80 a month for cable TV, where I don't understand that, because it's all the same crap on TV every day, right? Even the news is the same crap on TV every day. Mm-hmm. Buying a different, a new Madden every year is not, I mean, but the, the people who complain about EA complain about stuff like that, and they complain it's- about what, employees uh, being overworked or whatever, but I don't know, man. Actually, I, th- I think the... <laughs> I think I that's quite enough of that. Yeah. Which vi- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Vi- which video game premise <laughs> features the absolute highest stakes? Um, absolute highest stakes? Well, yeah, what's the highest see. stakes video? If, if you uh, think about it... Mask. Is there a game about uh, about a barbecue that takes no. place on the summit of Mount Everest? No, I was I was gonna say Burger Time because it's got the, the hamburgers are, are definitely oh, yeah. the high at the highest point of the game. They're near the top of the screen. The bun, yeah. Wait, is 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 compressed ground meat a steak? No, it's not no. a steak. It's well, not a, okay, steak. So. a hamburger steak, perhaps. I think I think yeah. Mount Ever I think Mount Everest Summit Barbecue Adventure. Is features the highest stakes. That could be. Yeah, you know um, that that game that I reviewed for Insert Credit a really long time ago called Yakiniku Bugyo Bonfire, a game yeah. about grilling vegetables and steaks. Yeah. If you play that at a high altitude, then that game has the highest stakes. Sure. Yeah, what about? Yeah. What What about that game about dealing drugs to meat? Dealing well, drugs oh, to yeah. meat. Yeah. That one was pretty good. Yeah. You got the stakes really high. I'll oh, tell you yeah. what game, oh, yeah. if you're good at it anyway. I'll tell yeah. you what game doesn't have any stakes at all is uh, Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's true. Lowest yeah. stakes in video games. That's the well, lowest. There are, there are random humans in there, and they have, I mean, we have, we've, we've all got stakes in us. So. Yeah, we're yeah. all just walking we've stakes. Got, we've got pork chops. I've seen, I've seen human meat. It looks, more like, it, it looks way more like pork. Yeah. Hey, th- this joke has been going on for a minute twenty. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's good. That's good. Okay, we got to keep. Oh. Uh, the Need for Speed High Stakes probably has some high stakes. Oh, right? there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh well. Okay, what about what about when you get to the uh, when you get to the very top of the castle in uh, Castlevania? Um, and you, I, mean, and well, I guess you don't really use stakes on Dracula, but. Uh, <laughs> Might have some pretty I mean, high I, I think I think we can answer the question in like one, like real quickly, and that's basically, and there are so many games where it's like, what's at stake is the history of time itself. You can't. Yeah. I, I don't know how you get much bigger than that. We could just yeah. name games that forever. They keep Chrono Trigger. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger's got high stakes. Uh, the Mass Effect series has those aliens that are going to destroy the whole universe, but they're not going to destroy history, right? I think the right. real thing so is... So Chrono Trigger is a little higher staked than Mass Effect. But Am in, I remembering it, right that Mother 3 had some kind of time erase thing? Mother, Mother 3 does indeed have uh, some high stakes involving existence erasure and uh, history deletion. Or high stakes are all... They're all kind of uh, subjective. It's about what you really care about, and by right. that logic, I would say none of them. Like, who cares what happens in a video game? Right. You kind of, I mean, I guess I kind of, it, the closest I could say is in The Walking Dead, I was interested to know what happened, what would happen next. So I guess that has high stakes, because I was actually compelled to know what was going on. So 
the story there had high stakes. Maybe not the game. I'm going to tell you. I'm 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 interested in knowing what happens in this Bioshock Infinite game. How uh, high is that stake that he's carrying? I, I don't know how high the stake is, but it's like I'm just kind of like, look at all this crap and this stupid thing. I I really want to know where they're going with this. Like like it's the most perverse, morbid curiosity I think I've I've I think I've ever had in a video game. I'm like, where in God's name are they going with this? Did I guess right? Oh my God, I hope I didn't. You know, that's it's actually pretty thrilling. That 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 alone was enough to make me. I've played it like six or seven hours so far. Wow, you're like a third of the way through. No, apparently I'm uh, I'm about three quarters of the way through. Oh wow, I, okay. Thank I asked goodness. a person who had played all of it. I said, I just this just happened. How far is that? And then it's like, oh, you're about three quarters of the way. And I'm like, thank God. Hi, I Tony. Just, I just want to know is. where they. I, I want to know can't. where they're going with it. Because it's really stupid. I mean, morbid curiosity is like the opposite of high stakes, right? Yeah. To me, well, to me, that's the only stakes I got. Otherwise, I just kind of, kind of grind to a halt. In the I mean, Ziggurat has pretty high stakes. Oh yeah. Ziggurat has uh, the he's ultimate like, stakes. All, yeah, he's he's all the way on top of the Ziggurat. So. All right. the way up there at the top of a ziggurat, yeah. which is as tall as Mount Everest, according yeah. to the, uh, the official... Prolonging the existence of humanity for as many seconds as you can. There's, exactly. like, both kinds of high stake in that game. Mm-hmm. When you're a human stake, as yeah. soon as you die... Really high. That's, that's the end, the end of stake. That's the end of the human race. It's the end of stake. Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. you're fighting for one second, one microsecond at a time. Because we all know what separates man from alien is that we're the only species in the universe capable of grilling a stake. Yeah, there you go. Those aliens don't need stakes. Right. What are they, like crystals or something? Before I did my, my talk about Ziggurat, I went on the internet and looked up a bunch of people wondering. Or I, I looked up like what people had said about the scream sound effect in it, and apparently some people think that it's the sound of the main character getting ripped open. Some people think, but a lot of people think it's the sound of the weapon that the aliens use to kill you. I think oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. I just always assumed it was just like the alien shrieking. The alien shrieking as yeah. it kills you. Yeah. Oh, I did, oh, no. I always thought it was just a sound that happened at the end of the game. That is, um, it, you you were at my talk, so you have, I guess had a that answer confirmed <laughs> for you. Well, yes, I have had that, but I I did think that before. <laughs> You've had that. I I wanted I wanted it to be a weird iconic uh, sound effect. Like, yeah. something, like something, like the only things I liked about the game Killer 7 were all the weird presentation oh, things. Those death 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 oh, speaking that's of the sound, that's sound. the sound you mean, right? Yeah, I, love the, I love the death sound a lot in yeah. Killer 7. Yeah. What yeah, would like Keita Takahashi do with $90 billion? $90 billion? That's just ridiculous. Yes. $90 billion? Yes. Uh, I don't know. He'd probably hang Roll out it up in into a house. big ball. He donated all to something. Yeah, he'd probably. He'd probably <laughs> donate about it. Like, no, Frank, and, this is a Brewster's Million scenario where he can only give a certain portion of it to charity. Okay, but ninety billion is too much. Ninety, 90 billion, billion is way too much money to to. Uh-huh. It's like he could do anything. He could do anything. Okay. He could buy a nation. Okay, let's ro- let's roll it down. To, I, I was using the figures of Bill Gates at his highest. Uh, let's roll it down to nine billion. 
Nine billion is yeah. still a lot, but That's there's still there's... like infinite money. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, what, what's a reasonable amount of ridiculous money? One billion. Okay. One billion dollars. Kata Takashi had one billion dollars. What would he do with it? He'd make a Star Wars MMO that's better than the previous. <laughs> I think he would just make a bunch of uh, a bunch of silly games, and he would probably um, not hire very many people. He would just keep making a whole bunch of dumb games, and he would not have any mind for how to release them, but maybe he would hire somebody who knew how to, and then all those games would be out there. I, I, really, I was thinking sure. he'd hire a ton of, like, kids, is what I was I, I think I know what he would do. Like, if, if, like, I think he seriously would build some sort of uh, indoor amusement park, <clears throat> some sort of attraction-style yeah. arcade yeah. Right. in some sort of major city. Like, maybe in, in New York City, he would get a building that is filled with weird, like like an amusement park, but with for video games, for interactive installation experiences, and he would own, it would be like a museum. Like he would a museum, do that in a, museum he would arcade. Do that in a, yeah, he would do that in a place that he felt people were unhappy, so maybe New York City's it. New York City's a good place for something Detroit, like that. Detroit, maybe? He would probably buy the whole city. You can buy the whole city of Detroit for a billion dollars. Yeah, it's, on, it's on eBay right now. <laughs> It sure is. Uh, I was looking at like Craigslist. You, you get, there's like skyscrapers you can buy in Detroit for just uh, like a half a million dollars. Like no kidding. Wow. I'm like I'll not do even it. kidding. Yeah, well, let's get a Kickstarter to buy a skyscraper. Let's open a video game developer there. That would be the thing to do. Yeah, I, I, I would, uh, I would think about that. Weather's not very nice though. No. no. Nobody wants to live in a place like that because of the that goddamn weather. Yeah, but That's Robo- definitely what happened to Detroit. The weather was bad. But RoboCop's from there, so that makes up for it, right? True. RoboCop I'm surprised is cool. he didn't rust. They must have put sand on him all the time. I mean, uh, salt. Right. Yeah, sand no, wait, and- salt that makes them rust. I forget. I think they put sand and salt on him at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. This is how they dealt with RoboCop. Yeah. So I think I think I, th- I think with a billion dollars, Kata Takahashi would buy a building in a nice town such as maybe London. Yeah, I don't think he'd do anything with video New games, York. honestly. I think, then, I think he might. Well, I, mean, I, think, he, I think he would have interactive uh, installation art experience things inside yeah. his museum-ish building. But he would not need to ship software to make money anymore, so he might do a couple side things, but I don't think it would be a money investment. I think he'd invest that money in some kind of physical space. I'm with well, but he, he just yeah. made two video games that he can't commercially release. Right. So, but, like... That's because I don't know they're like they've got that new studio and they're just hanging out and experimenting and stuff and that's what he's into right now. But like that's not like that's not. I'm just saying that's what he's that's what he's into right now when theoretically he should be making money. So I think he'd still be making video games. I just don't think the money would have anything to do with it. Um, And I think that I think Tim's right. Like I mean the 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 playground thing didn't work out. He wanted to design playgrounds. He had some designs, and they were all like horrendously dangerous and would kill children. But you know they were neat. They were neat. But (laughs) I think he would use a billion dollars to open up something that would make kids happy in public. And he seems like the kind of guy who would want kids to uh, physically play. Oh, that that sounds really nice. I'd like to meet this guy. I think his building, his his uh, theoretical uh, fun building or whatever it would be called, would would also do that that hip thing that places do now, where it's like Friday night they serve liquor in there and it's twenty one and up only or whatever. And yeah. They got 
that. He would he would design some sort of now now I'm thinking I sort of wish there was something like this. He would design some sort of alternative party time experience for yeah. uh, discerning humans. I think. Oh God, I could use that. Remember, like if An we were born in the wrong decade. Like imagine being, you know, old old enough like in the '80s to just go to like a boardwalk arcade, and that's the social thing people do. Yeah, what that would be so fun. Stop that noise. Somebody's okay. nose blowing. Yeah, just yeah. mute your mic if you're gonna nose blow. Okay. Sure. Some of us have ears over here. <laughs> I'm playing that Bioshock Infinite, and there's the part with a boardwalk and a bunch of arcade games, and it's pretty neat. Someone in chat suggested uh, he would fund Shenmue 3, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, he would do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably also do Katamari uh, uh, 3. IRL. <laughs> Katamari IRL, yeah. He I thought he was research. done with Katamari. I think he would research graphics technology so that he could have a like 100% realistic looking. Oh, wow. Like a one-to-one real-life Katamari experience. One photo- where if you die in the game, you die for real. <laughs> Photorealistic, yeah. Well, that's I think I've answered the question, Jaffe. I think, I think if Keita Takashi got a billion dollars, he would give it all to Hideo Kojima uh, uh, in exchange for a promise <laughs> that Hideo Kojima just never make another game ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, please, Keita. That's the best thing to do with it. Okay, next question. Slippy Toad, Peppy Hair... <laughs> Falco Lombardi, Kill Mary Screw. Uh, tell me who all of those people are, please. They're they're the uh, sidekicks from the Star Fox series. Oh, are you okay, serious? So, you don't know. You don't know Slippy Toad. I know Slippy Toad. I have, I have not touched those games ever. So you guys do it. Okay, no, so get, on, get on the look at their pictures, man. Look, I don't just want to. You guys look, go look for it. Pictures. Slippy Toad. Who else? Slippy Toad. Slippy Taco Peppy, right? Yeah, Slippy Taco Peppy. So that that's the the hawk, the frog, and the rabbit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you screw Falco, you marry Peppy, and you kill Slippy. I don't know. Whoa! Slippy, Whoa! Hang on. Hang Slippy, on there. Slippy, I think, would be a really dependable uh, mate. He, yeah, he would be a really dependable sort of husband character. Yeah, like I played the DS game, and he was married to someone, and they seemed like they had a pretty good relationship going. So I'm gonna marry Slippy Toad. Okay. Um, now who? Surprising. Like, who is it? I don't know. He's a nice guy. Sure. Um, I just, He's also I just, very slippery, though. Look, I want some stability in my life. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go for Slippy Toad. Uh, who am I gonna? Who am I gonna? I don't. Okay, so I've got to kill and and have sex with the other two. Okay. Well, yes. they say they say screw screw like rabbits, right? So shouldn't it be yeah. a rabbit? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. If you want lots yeah. of offspring, yeah. I think Falco would be really... Or, Create your army. Yeah, the, I think the Falcon guy would be really dull at both marriage and having sex. So. Also, it's worth knowing that birds don't have penises. So they, they, they just fertilize eggs. It wouldn't really be fun. They have these, these holes that they line up. They just line up these holes. They don't even touch them. They just, well, then he's dead. He's dead. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have the parts, so he's got to die. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Falcon. No, I mean, I, I, no parts. parts. Yeah. No parts. Unless you want to marry the guy, why would you marry? Nah, him? no, he's he's a dick. He is a huge jerk. He he says in that one level in in uh, Star Fox sixty four, he says he he says to a bad guy, "Just hold still and let me shoot you." It's wow. Like, what? That's mean. 
He's right. going to say that in the middle of the night if you marry him. Yeah, exactly. Hold still and let I me mean, shoot you. In, in, in his defense, Star Wolf tr- talks much dirtier trash than Falco does. Yeah, but we don't have to worry about whoever yeah. Star Wolf is. So... So let's not even talk about Star Wolf, okay? Man, I just I just conceived the new twist for these questions. We could have a uh, uh, kill, marry, have sex with, and employ at a job. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> employ at a game development studio. You, you could actually that- have or have like so that way you could fit Star Fox in. And <laughs> yeah. Be like, yeah. Now now you have four options for four characters. Oh, okay, kill, marry, but, screw, employ. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, is it employ or co-found a business with? It's. Well, I mean, it could just be. Uh, I don't know. Because employ, you can fire, but if you're partners, then you really got to think about what you're doing. I'd say employ. Just okay. like say you're no, the boss. It's easier to say. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But uh, um, oh, we're but we're not doing that this time. We're not we doing that this time. Questions. Next time. I'm sticking to my answers. Does anyone uh, want to add anything? Ah. Well, okay, so Peppy's is talking about doing a barrel roll. That's cool. Yeah. He tell, He's the one who encourages like that, that, barrel that, rolls. That, that's, 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 you know, that's pillow talk. Yeah, you'd probably, you'd probably want to have a good time with somebody like that. You, use the boost to get through. Yeah. yeah, use the boost. Yeah, you'd want him telling you to use the boost to get through and to do a barrel roll. Uh, Slippy, uh, yeah, I guess you'd marry Slippy because he just seems like a darn nice guy. Yeah, and and he seems like he'd be really, really grateful for your company, and uh, he would buy you groceries and bring bring groceries. He would home. be extremely loyal as a mate. I find. I I'd think. be like, I'd be like, hey, can you go get me a bag of popcorn? He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, sure no, he wouldn't. Too. He wouldn't just say yeah. He'd say sure. I would be glad to. I'd be glad to get some popcorn. And can I have are some? You are my light. Today? You are my life. Yeah. I'd be like, heck yeah, Slippy Toad. <laughs> also, if you're going to be looking at somebody every day, green is a soothing. Uh, it's a color. Yeah. It's a relaxation color. Ah. Fair <laughs> enough. I yeah, think so we. I think we've covered that pretty thoroughly. Yeah. So I think we're all sold on Mary Slippy. Uh, screw Peppy and kill Falco. I yeah, so. I guess so. It's too bad that Brandon uh, refused to even look these guys up on Google. Well, don't care. Why not? You Maybe care. Brandon. I am sure that you will care about this next one. I'm ready. Hey, Brandon. If you ever want to play Star Fox 64, I've got it on my uh, Nintendo Wii. You can come over and play it sometime. It's pretty fun. Okay. Who it's... should be the first five inductees? Into a video game music hall of fame. VGMHOF? Yes. Uh, Ko- Koji Kondo. Right. Uh, who else? Yasunori Mitsuda. Yeah. Mitsuda. Um, Talarico. No, just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> Probably Yuzo Koshiro. Yeah. Oh, Yuzo Kosh. Yuzo Kosh, yeah. I sort of feel like the JDK sound team. Should be in there. The guys that did all the Falcom games. I want some. I want one person who is not Japanese. Can That's we find? It's gonna be one? really tough. I know. Be, Jeremy uh, Sewell, Grant Kirkhope from the Banjo Kazooie soundtrack. Jeremy Sewell. How about? Uh, uh, I just made a serious suggestion. Did Did you hear? I don't it, know who that is. Jeremy is. Sewell did the music to Secret of Evermore, and then he oh. also did. The music for all the Elder Scrolls games, and which is actually really good music, as much smack as I talk about that those is. games. And uh, he also did the Mass Effect music and uh, some other stuff. But that Secret of Evermore soundtrack is awesome. Yeah, so Richard Jakes, Richard Jacques, 
Richard Jakes Jack. did Sonic R, so... Jack, Richard Jack West. Jack but I, I actually think that that music is just more like... Uh, yeah, why the heck not? That's video game music. That's if, Sega. If we're, if we're mixing it up and trying to you know, be international with our first five, because it's just the first five. It's not like the five, right? Like, right. Yeah, this is yeah, the five we're doing it again next the, year. Yeah, for the so, first year of the Hall of Fame, yeah. We need, we need a British guy. Uh, That's I, Richard Jakes. That's it, Richard, be Richard Jakes or Tim Fallon. Tim Fallon's pretty. Oh, great. Tim Fallon, I would definitely go with. Over. I don't know who he did. What he did. He does a lot of like vibrating music. Sure, he, he did Silver <laughs> Surfer. He did, he did Pictionary. Pictionary's yeah. uh, hot. He did uh, Spider-Man oh, X-Men Arcade's Revenge. You know, yeah. now that I now that I think about it, we don't have people from like the kind of like the 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 demo scene Amiga. Yeah. Thing mm-hmm. going on there, and those those guys Savage. are pretty fantastic. Yeah, Savage should Savage. be there. Uh, so we should we should get Savage. But unfortunately, I'm not a, I'm not familiar enough with the names of those folks. Okay, I think I think, I think we're allowed player. two Japanese people to be the first in among the first. Uh, yes, I, Koji I Kondo. Koji Kondo, absolutely. Who's our second? I oh, oh, oh. do we want to say Yuzo Koshiro or do we want to say? Yeah, I guess you say Koshiro. Which one's which one's Koshiro? Streets of Rage. Streets oh yeah, of Rage. sure. And, uh, also Ease. Ease yeah. and uh, okay, lots of other games. So so Japan's done. We got three more. Uh, we've got uh, Tim Fallon or Richard Jakes for the UK. I don't. Man, I don't really. No, know we're gonna have more out of the UK than we are out of the United States. Yeah, I, I don't can't... know about Tim Fallon. I don't. I don't know about that guy. Okay. He's okay, but I mean, you know. Uh, but but yeah yeah that's all I got. I can't think of American composers that I mean I can think of some I like. I can't think of any that like are known besides Tommy Tallarico. I, uh, I think I think Jeremy Sewell is pretty cool. Uh, certainly rhymes. His his music for Secret of Evermore was uh, music that was also composed of lots of ambient sounds and uh, it was very atmospheric music. And it was also very musicy music at the same time, and it it kind of made the game not just a dumb game, but a dumb game with cool music. <laughs> um, how about Ben Daglish? He did the music for the Last Ninja um, and Gauntlet. I think and... Tim Fallen is basically that guy. Okay, in the five. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Um, this, this is a British I think we guy. need. I think we need three Japanese people. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna make it easier on us. If we there's do also there's there's also a wider variety of formative video game music from Japanese people. To be perfectly fair. Oh oh oh, uh, George Sanger. Yeah, cool. but I I haven't liked any of his music particularly. He's he's a cool guy and all, but yeah, it's 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 less for like quality of work and more for. Like lifetime achievement. I yeah, think, but I'm not doing that. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't really. I mean, it's cool to respect people and all, but I'd rather for the first five, I'd rather have that be like. Yeah. Heck yeah, this music. Um. So. Yeah. Why don't we put? Um. No, that's not right. I was gonna say. Okay. Okay. Four Japanese yeah. guys. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So wait, yeah. who who are our Japanese guys? Kondo so far, is number so far. Yeah, so far we've got Kondo, Koshiro, Jakes, and Sewell. Oh, do we? Do we have Jakes yeah. and Sewell? Why not? Yeah, sure. 
All right, let's say we do. Then uh, we'll choose one more Japanese guy. Uh, so it's got to be somebody who's a little bit different from Kondo and Koshiro, which is easy because they're a whole different set of type of gamo music. Yeah, um, it would be kind of cool to put in the Dreams Come True guy, but uh, he only did those two things, so. Yeah, yeah and they, they were fantastic, though. We could put in Messiah Matsura. He's pretty different from them. True. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like, like Mitsuda's pretty cool, too. Mitsuda is. We, we don't really have one of the RPG guys in there yet. And I mean, yeah. he's, better, he's better than Uematsu. Yep. So let, sure, let's put Mitsuda. I mean, have we completely discounted Michiru Yamane? Michiru Yamane, I don't really like. I think uh, she's kind of like a knockoff Yuzo Koshiro. No offense mm-hmm. to. I, I feel like she kind of picked up the, the banner. She 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 picked up the, uh, in in the relay. She was the she was the second or third runner in that series. So. Ah. Okay, so number five. We're already over time, but I really want to settle this before we move on. We did on. it. We did it. Well, what's number You're five right. now? I think eventually you'd have to put that guy from Rare that did like all 60 NES games. But there's a, there's the number one is definitely Koji Kondo because Super Mario Brothers theme, as far as I'm concerned, is still the best thing to ever come out of video games. It's very recognizable. Sure it is. It's, there's nothing else like it. Now, I cleared off the last two questions and fused them into the lightning round because you guys don't listen to a lot of podcasts, I imagine, but Not really, no. uh, the secret to a successful podcast is that every single one of them, at some point in their life, attempts a Would You Rather segment. So, oh boy, I contacted oh. our listeners and got them to pitch us some Would You Rather scenarios, and w. we're going... To, yeah. Why ours? Th- th- those are the ones. That's the correct acronym, Tim. Uh, so we're going to do ten of them, and we can quickly work through them or slowly work through them. It's up to you. And uh, we'll see how much fun we have doing it. So this are is we like deciding... an extended lightning round, then. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Are we deciding as a group or as it individuals? Uh, as individuals. <laughs> All right. First, would you rather fight 100 Pikachu-sized Metal Gear Rexes or a Metal Gear Rex-sized Pikachu? Tell me what Metal Gear Rex is. It's like really, an really. it's like an ATST from uh, Star Wars. Okay, I don't know what that but, is either. But the Metal Gears launch nuclear weapons from yeah, that's true. Away, so I have even to, a uh, tiny nuclear weapon would would be a enough nuclear to weapon. Yeah, right. So, Got to fight Pikachu there. So giant Pikachu. Also, you'd be able to spray yeah. him with a fire hose to kill him because he's electric. You right. have to have a, a rubber rubber fire hose. So, so he wouldn't get... really want to kill me, so, you know. Yeah, he'd just want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Hmm, well, I mean, we're assuming he'd be fighting you, though. That's the, okay, fine. I could, right? I'd still rather take my chances fighting a giant Pikachu than... Me too. That sounds like fun. Than, yeah. <laughs> and things that, than, than several hundred Fair things enough. launching nuclear weapons at me. Yeah, Come well, on, <laughs> Jeff. Even, even little tiny <laughs> nuclear weapons. That's why it's the first one. I'm starting off easy. <laughs> All right, next you, one. Would you rather hand the Metroid franchise to Infinity Ward or Epic? Ah, uh, well, Infinity Ward kind of is just a shell of Call of Duty people. Yeah, I would say Epic would, for sure. Epic. Yeah, I would, Infinity I would, Ward is a gutted studio. I would play an Epic Metroid with uh, levels designed by the dudes who did the Gears of War 2 levels. If that I could that one was easy. I think okay. whoever whoever sent that question in presumed that Infinity Ward was the same company that it was six years ago. Right. Yeah. 
What about Respawn Entertainment, the old Infinity Ward? Yeah, they yeah. haven't proved themselves yet, so I want to yeah. give them. I want to give them Mario. I bet they're cool though. I, I just want to see a broed out Samus. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Infinity yeah. Wards. I mean, not Infinity Wards. Uh, Respawn's premier game be like a match three duel thing. <laughs> like that's that what they've been great. working on. I would That'd be pretty great. <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather play Res on LSD or LSD on Meth? Uh, res on LSD. Res on LSD. LSD. I'm not going to get addicted to LSD. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's over true. Life. That's the one. <laughs> that's also, true. LSD is not like the game is not an enjoyable experience. <laughs> Doing it on meth just sounds really boring. Right. Yeah. It sounds really floppy. I would I would rather play LSD on five hour energy drinks. Oh, but but like res you so. I don't know. Like for LSD to make you hallucinate, does don't you need to be like looking at like normal stuff? That you need to be just kind of chilling out. No, but you can just be hallucinating yeah. regardless. Res you would, is you'd be hallucinating. You'd be I hallucinating in res. You would, and, and you'd find meaning in res where there isn't any. I don't. I don't think the hallucination would be as much fun with res. I actually think this is dead serious, and I understand this is a would you rather. And yes, the res one wins. But I think that playing res while hallucinating. Would be more boring than just going to the supermarket on LSD. Um, <laughs> yeah, because Res is just dumb that. geometrical shapes that your brain can't catch on to, uh, even when you're thinking totally lucidly. It's just just crap, just stupid triangles on a screen. But I think that you would get into a zone where, like I said, you would attach meaning to what is happening right. in this. I game. guess you would and experience your synesthesia. I'm, I'm yeah. more excited about the meanings that I would attach to uh, products at Costco. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a would you rather. Would you what? rather only play the CDI or the 3DO? 3DO, 3DO. has way more games. 3DO's There's got way so more. many more games. That's yeah. the end. I mean, Which, you got way... You got CDI way has a bunch the, of... Yeah, well, sorry, way the warrior. Those weird Zeldas on yep. CDI. Uh, 3DO's Street also Fighter. Street Demolition Fighter on 3DO. Man. Yeah, yeah, there's really good Street Fighter. Turbo, there's, a, so. there's a good Road Rash on there. There's a bunch of stuff. Oh, in I like that Road Radio. Rash. There's there's yeah. a there's a micro cabin RPG that was only released for it. There are also mm. a lot of pornographic games that you can have. And I am interested in those. Yes. Heck yeah. Thank you. Would you rather implement Shenmue style quick time events into your life or Shenmue style tank controls into your life? I just had a Shenmue style quick time event in my life where I had to raise my microphone. Uh, in time to sneeze, so I didn't oh, sneeze. Saw that. Microphone. Wait, w- uh, weren't they quick timer events in Shenmue? Yeah, they were quick timers. Yeah, quick yeah. timer, fine. Quick timer events back then. Uh, well, I, I think life is full of those, so yeah. um, mm-hmm. I think I'm naturally just ready for a quick time. Yeah, let's go with the QTEs. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know but, about the tank controls. Yeah, I feel tank like controls. I would. I would never be able to go out in public again. Before, <laughs> I, before I have my cup of coffee, I'll tell you what, it's tank controls. <laughs> did you guys like that joke? Yeah, that's I a pretty did. good joke. I felt like actually. I was in Seinfeld and we were having a conversation at a cafe. What's the deal with tank controls? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather play all games with the chunky Xbox controller or the Nintendo 64 controller? Oh, baby. The That's N64 Xbox, Chucky Xbox for me too. Yeah. Uh, the N64 controllers. The reason it's at a disadvantage to me in this question is because they fell apart so easily. If you could give me a Nintendo 64 controller that was guaranteed solid. What about the Wave Bird? 
The wafer. The wafer is a GameCube. Yeah. Oh right, whatever. Who but, cares? Uh, Nintendo. But, but also, like, you'd only have one analog. Remember. Same stuff. Yeah, yeah just that's one true. analog. But I mean, it's pretty man, clear. I would rather play games with two Nintendo 64 controllers, like the Perfect Dark. If, if all my games were designed for the 64 controller and it didn't fall apart, I would love the controller. So I'd be fine. Right. Nah. Yeah. But I'm assuming that it's like I'm going to make other games work. With yeah, he said all games forever. All so. games forever. So definitely you know what? the Xbox. Yeah. I guess, but you know, I would I would really rather only play games that were. Uh, so, I mean, this is a bit of a tangent, but I guess that's what this is for. Is. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really believe necessarily in dual analog. Having one analog is cool, but I don't. I don't really mind having one analog and a D-pad. I really don't think that that's uh, such a bad way to go. I, 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 I like dual stick games. I don't know. Because like uh, you, you I do think? Also. Oh, Geometry Wars is uh, more like. Uh, uh, more I like, don't geometry, like Geometry Wars, but I do more like, like Geometry Wars. Oh. Uh, Sin, sin and punishment. Sin and punishment on a Nintendo 64 controller, where you're using the D-pad and then the uh, the stick. You're using the D-pad for movement and the stick. I think that I'd rather have games that feel like that. But that's just me. Would you rather live in the Final Fight City or the Streets of Rage City? Ooh. That's a tough one. Oh man, Metro mm. City or Rage City? I mean, I, I, I'm personally inclined to say Metro City, because Streets of Rage, there's like, doesn't it almost get nuked in 3 or something? It almost gets nuked, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like I mean, Streets it, of Rage does, City has some serious problems. It's, yeah, it's a lot more dangerous, that's true. I feel, I feel like the Streets of Rage City, like, is always dangerous, and I feel like the Final Fight one uh, is just has outbursts of danger. Yeah, and also, it's, yeah. it's more... It, it, well, so... Um, when Mad Gear takes over Metro City, they do kind of... It's like under gang rule. Right. Yeah. So... As a, with, that, but Streets it's, of it's Rage... It's a little because Streets of yeah. Rage, they're, they're like huge terrorist threats, basically. Yeah. But yeah. it's not completely under gang rule. But the threats to... Um, in Streets of Rage are much greater than in Metro City, where where the stakes are really only high because you know <laughs> the, the girl... The daughter, um, who gets kidnapped. Yeah. Also, also, Mike Hagar is the coolest mayor ever. That's true. Like, yeah. yeah. That, I mean yeah. that. That that's not. I don't think it's a re-election stunt that he's like hitting the streets to take on crime himself. <laughs> it would have been great, yeah. Mayor Hagar. I don't think it's a stunt. I think he's doing it because he he literally biologically has to. Yeah. Because he's that cool. <laughs> if he doesn't, so, he'll die. If he doesn't, he will die because he's that cool. But I will say that I I think I agree. I would rather live in Metro City. Yeah. Uh, but but the music on the streets of the Streets of Rage City much is a better. Lot, is a lot better. Much better. If, and if also, that music I have is say, actually playing, I would live there. The food the food that you can get in the Streets of Rage City seems a little nicer. It when makes you, a better you, eating sound. Yeah. When you when you punch trash cans and stuff, yeah. the kind of food you can get out of it is nicer. You get but like I'm fresh apples. Yeah. Yeah. The size yeah. of your head. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in Streets of Rage or in Final Fight, yeah, not so good. This Still next, Metro City, though. This next oddly specific question I got from two completely different people, only worded slightly differently. Would nice. you ra- Would you rather eat a pot roast you found in the wall or a turkey you found in the trash? They they they're aware there are two vegetarians on this though. Yes, <laughs> but 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 I only okay, replace became... it with something else. No, I only yeah. became a vegetarian because I just didn't like 
eating the meat. I like. I don't like how gross, how chewy and weird it is. So easily, it would be the turkey because I. Some of my worst memories of meat are of pot roasts. Mm. I remember yeah. liking turkey. Uh, that was one of the only meats that I could stomach, and I don't know what a pot roast tastes like or what its consistency is because I've never had one. So. But just, oh, you guys are ignoring the, the location. Uh, right. If something's in a wall, it's it's had a wall built around it. It's probably been there for decades. Uh, yeah. A turkey in the trash has been thrown away recently. Very recently. So you, can, you can brush off whatever's eat, on it. I'm going to okay. eat the turkey and not die is my plan. <laughs> So, also, you'll have a better time than if you ate yeah. the petrified pot roast. <laughs> Would you rather play a licensed game based on Carl Sagan or play a licensed <laughs> game based on Mary Curie? I was hoping you were going to say Carl Lewis. You say hoping? <laughs> no, I say that sometimes. No, because <laughs> that was going to be a, that would be too clear a choice. Carl Sagan could be cool. Yeah, uh, like I'd learn tra- that. travel around and. Tell people about stuff. So with the Mary Curie game, you just what you'd be dying from radiation poisoning. That's that's dumb. I played Fallout Three already. Heck yeah, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'd go straight for Carl Sagan because oh, speaking of it speaking could of, get nuts. Speaking of slowly dying, can we talk about how we totally called what Project Milo was supposed to be from a few episodes ago? Wow. Oh, oh yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, I don't know Isn't what you're referring to. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, uh, a few episodes ago, we were talking about what Project Milo would be like if it was released, and we talked about how slowly it would be revealed how the boy has leukemia. Had cancer, right? Yeah, and leukemia. Uh, it wasn't leukemia, but uh, that he would be sl- slowly going blind, but we were that pretty was... much in the same ballpark. Wait, that's yeah, actually right. what they wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, that's actually was... what they wanted to do. It was revealed. Isn't that great? <laughs> that's pretty cool. I guess we're pretty smart. Let's get on to this next you would you rather question. Me, but yeah, you let's can do the next one. Me. Next one. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next this, one. this is the last one. Would you rather uh, go on a? Well, I could pull up some more if you want. No, would no, you, no just keep going. Would you rather go on a long car trip with Cool Spot or Chester Cheetah? Cool Spot. Come on. Well, I Chester don't know. Cheetah. You know what? Chester okay, Cheetah I... guaranteed talks. He has talked. Cool Spot has never canonically spoken a word. Chester Cheetah's hilarious, though, and he's got sunglasses. Nope. But Tim, Wait, they both think, have sunglasses. Think, I just want to hang out with a Cheetah. Cheeto, Cheeto dust in the car would suck. Think yeah. about what yeah. Chester Cheetah does at the end eats. of every commercial. He eats loud, crunchy stuff, so that's Cool Spot. Yeah. It's cool Spot. Uh, cool, cool Spot, spot is... never, like, I, I've never seen him consume any product. Right. Cool Spot would just could... be, like, he'd hang out and just kind of point at you. Yeah, yeah and you could go to Hollywood with him, and he, like would, he could show you around because he's been there. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and you know, you know, he might he might play the uh, the bonus stage music from Cool Spot, which is pretty cool, dumb techno. Great. Yeah. Uh, you want to do a couple more before we sign off? Sure. I'm, I'm good. Sure. Yeah. yeah would you just do another? Would you rather be a ghost from Pac Man or a Frygar from Dig Dug? Oh my I don't god! Know. Well, ghost, ghost from Pac Man. Uh, they revive. They, they revive. They, die, they come back. Yeah, they're um, basically just playing a happy game of hide-and-seek all the time. Plus, I yeah. could have floating eyes for a while. Yeah. I really don't want to die being exploded from air pressure. Yeah, that sounds yeah, the that, worst. That yeah. seems like that, that happens to me almost every weekend, if you know what I mean. So I don't, I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want to experience that every day. Okay. Uh, would you rather play two hours of a uh, pornographic lolly dating sim 
or yes. spend the rest of your life trying to break a Twin Galaxies record. The two oh. hours. Duh. Yeah. 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 Probably be I don't want to do everything, anything for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to make any sort of rest of oh, life. Oh, and what happens when you break the record? Are you well, you die. It's uh, the rest of your life. Wait, that that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to watch a mediocre movie or <laughs> Jaffe, yeah, I, can, a, I, can definitely, I can definitely but, tell why you uh picked those first ones yeah. versus the the two that you picked after uh after yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Give us one more. Give us one more. What's okay, another more? Let's uh, see one if more, we can one get more, a good one. more. Okay, here's another one that I didn't pick. Uh, meet. Uh, would you rather meet the kid who was uh, cursing at you in Call of Duty today, or the kid who was cursing at you in Counter Strike ten years ago? Counter Strike, because he's grown up now. He's yep. grown up and he's probably got really big muscles. Or yeah, he might, or he might be live a normal in a park, or he might just be a normal dude. Yeah, he or, might be like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Whereas someone doing it right now is a dumb kid. Okay. Also, yeah, we, we've we've met kid. that kid. We've met him before. You know, yeah. maybe not that specific kid, but we get yeah. enough of that kid. I'd rather yeah. take my chances that the other guy grew up cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna do this again, but uh, I think we. Ha- Why but, not? Uh, oh no, I enjoyed it. Sure. it. Just just those last three. Get, yeah, if you can okay. get good ones like the first ones maybe. that were the best, we can we'll do, do it, it again. Uh, so keep sending in your would-you-rathers to podcast at insertcredit.com. This is the Insert Credit Podcast. Yes, we are a podcast, even though we haven't put up episodes in a while. It will happen. Keep your collective shirts on. Put them right uh, on you can body. send in your non-would-you-rather questions or anything else to podcast at insertcredit.com. You could send in your nominations for the best game of all time or the best Genesis game of all time. Or oh, questions yeah. you Or questions you'd like us to revisit for our very soon upcoming... Uh, annual, that's in only 12 weeks, uh, you could stick around if you're listening to us mm-hmm. live for a Q&A session with uh, those of us who don't have anything better to do for the time being. Happy mm-hmm. fun time is what we actually yeah, call it. we're going to have a happy fun time. Happy it's, fun time, HFT. Yes. <laughs> also and stands many, for high frequency trading. Many frequencies, many, frequency, many <laughs> acronyms will occur during this uh, during this post-game session, and I hope you can stick around for that. If not, be sure to join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash icpodcast so you can stay abreast of all the latest updates regarding this show and all related endeavors. You can follow us on Twitter for more hilarious game-related jokes. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Brian. Uh, Brian. Uh, Brandon is at Necrosofty. Frank's at Frank Zafaldi. Uh, Pat's at Pat the Flip, and Tim is at number one zero eight. This mm-hmm. is Alex Jaffe. Uh, this is Frank Cifaldi. Tim Rogers. Brandon Sheffield. Patrick Miller. And this is podcasting. Podcast over, yeah.